From Clocker Valley in County Tyrone, we present Let the Bible Speak. It's good to have you join us as Gospel Minister, the Reverend Peter McIntyre, is here to let the Bible speak and preach Christ in all his fullness. Today we're going to think about one aspect of the garments that the high priest wore as he worked in the tabernacle. We're going to think about the golden bells of the gospel. First, please listen to this gospel song. We praise thee, O God, for the Son of thy love, for Jesus who died and is now gone above. Hallelujah, find the glory, hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, find the glory, revive us again. We praise thee, O God, for the spirit of life who has shown us our Savior and scattered our night. Hallelujah, thine the glory, hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory, revive us again. One verse I would like you to think about this afternoon. It is found in the book of Exodus chapter 28 and the verse 33. And beneath upon the hem of it thou shalt make pomegranates of blue and of purple and of scarlet round about the hem thereof and bells of gold between them round about. I would like you to think about the bells of gold that the high priest wore when he conducted the worship of God in the ancient tabernacle. It must have been very spectacular to have watched the high priest dressed in his resplendent garments. He wore a robe of blue and purple. His shoulders were adorned with quartz. His garments were embroidered to the highest standards. Around his shoulders were chains of gold to which was fastened a breastplate. Set into this plate were precious stones of various Hues and shades, the topaz, the carbuncle, the amethyst, the diamond and the emerald were all in their places. Within a space of ten inches square we see the blue of the sky, the green of the foliage, the sparkle of the water and the deep glow of fire. The hem of the high priest's garments was curiously woven with representations of pomegranates. Between every pomegranate Golden bells clashed and chimed 
as the high priest moved about during the worship ceremonies. There is a profound lesson for us to discover through the simple yet elegant picture of those bells. You see, in ancient times, the office of the high priest... You see, in ancient times, the office of the high priest represented Christ. Every part of his garments, in some way, reveals to us something of the Saviour. And I would suggest to you that these bells, they are indicative of the wonderful chime of the golden bells of the Gospel... There's no message like it, more message, more melodious or more beautiful to the ear. Jesus died for sinful men, Jesus died for me. This is the only hope that we have today, the message of the gospel. Let us think about the gospel bells. In the first place, the gospel bells are golden bells. Other bells are made from coarser, less refined materials. Bells are made from zinc, from lead, from tin, from copper. But these bells, these gospel bells, they are made of gold. It is said that when the bells of the Kremlin were cast, the lords of Russia threw their gold into the molten mass. When God manufactured the gospel bells, he when God manufactured the gospel bells, he cast the when God manufactured the when God manufactured the gospel bells, he threw the gold of heaven into the molten mass. Into the fiery furnace went our Saviour. When God gave his son he could give no one better. He gave the darling of his bosom, he gave his only begotten son. And as a result of Christ going into the fires of God's wrath at Calvary, as a result of Christ, with all the suffering that he experienced on the cross, the golden bells of the gospel were formed. When visiting London, the great bells inside Big Ben, they chime out the hour and the half hour. These gospel bells sound out the good news to the whole world constantly. Jesus dies for us. Jesus that Jesus offered himself for us, and there's life. There's life through him and through him alone. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. These gospel bells are also inviting bells. The old churches had bells to announce the time of the service in the days before watches and clocks. These bells invited the parish to the place of worship. One of the most wonderful words in all of the scripture is come. Jesus said, come unto me. At the very close of the scriptures we have the final invitation. At the very close of the scriptures we have the final invitation of the gospel. The spirit and the bride say come, let him that heareth say come. And let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him come and take the water of life. Freely, do you hear the gospel bells inviting you today to come to Christ? The gospel bells were also warning bells. Bells were often used in ancient times to sound an alarm. Particularly if there was a fire, the bell would go off and the citizens were called to take action to save their town. The gospel warns men and women regarding the urgency of repentance. 
There is a flame burning in hell for those who obey not the command to repent of their sin. You are in grave peril because God is angry with the wicked every day, and he that believeth not is condemned already. O listen to the gospel bell, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Heed the warning today. The gospel bells are also joyful. When church bells ring out at weddings, they sound so happy and so carefree. When Christ came into the world, the angels said, Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people the joy of the gospel. The gospel bells are also triumphant. In days long ago, bells were sounded to celebrate victory in battle. After Wellington won the decisive battle against Napoleon at Waterloo, the church bells sounded out all over the great city of London. Today the gospel bells sound out with notes of victory. The victory of the cross. Satan was defeated. Satan is the one with power over death. He is the devil. But Christ died and in his death he crushed. He conquered the devil. Christ conquered the guilt of our sin at the cross. Our sin renders us deserving of the curse of God forever. But Christ absorbed that curse. He took our guilt. There is peace for you and there is peace for me because of the triumph of Calvary. And Christ triumphed over death at the cross. Subsequent to his death he rose again. And today the cry is, O grave, where is thy sting? O death, where is thy victory? Thank God there is no victory. Thank God death does not have the conclusive say over the Christian. Because Jesus rose again that we might have life. There's life more abundant in him. Oh, today you're looking at defeat if you don't know Christ. But if you know Christ, you're looking at victory because the triumphant bells are sounding, the all-conquering Saviour. These gospel bells are also passing bells. In New England in the 19th century, there was a custom. In New England in the 19th century, it is said that in New England in the 19th century there was a custom that whenever someone died the sexton rang the bell and that bell was known as the passing bell. He sounded the bell for as long as the person lived. So if the person lived a hundred years the bell sounded one hundred times. If a child of one died the bell sounded once. It was a solemn and serious announcement when the passing bell rang someone had gone. There was a place at the fire empty. There was a seat in the pew that had been vacated. Most solemn of all, when the passing bell rang, it meant this. Every opportunity of coming to Christ had now passed away forever. You see, when a person who you see when a person dies without Christ, the gospel bell takes on a very mournful sound. That man or that woman had opportunities, they had heard Christ, they had been invited. To come to the Saviour. But now the harvest is past. The summer is ended. And we are not saved. Oh don't let the gospel bells sound that mournful note for you. When you pass over the river of death. In the final place the gospel bells. They are also curfew bells. When William the Conqueror won England. He introduced curfew bells. Fires had to be extinguished. The lamps were put out. The people went to bed. If you were outside, the curfew bells simply meant time for home. The gospel bell, 
the gospel bell will sound the curfew when my time for living has finished and when my time for dying has come. Then God will say, come home. Your work here is finished. Time to come home to glory. When the Christian dies, he responds to the curfew bell. God takes him into a better place, a place of everlasting rest. Have you this blessed hope today? Listen out for the gospel bells, how they sound, with their jubilation, with their triumph, with their happiness, with their invitation. Listen to the gospel bells, the golden bells, the bells that were cast at Calvary when Christ went into the fire of God's wrath. They give you hope today, whatever your need is. There is hope in the ringing of the gospel bells. Oh, listen to them. Respond, come to Christ, and then the day for curfew will arrive, and you'll enter into the presence of the Lord, and your work here will be done. Oh, come to the Saviour today. Listen for the invitation. Seek Him. I thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Let the Bible Speak. If we can be of any further spiritual help, or if you would like to receive some free gospel literature, we invite you to write to us. Our mailing address is Let the Bible Speak, Rev. Peter McIntyre, 13 Willand Crescent, 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone, BT75OQL. That's Let the Bible Speak, Rev. Peter McIntyre, 13 Willand Crescent, 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone, BT75OQL. You may hear Mr. McIntyre preach each Lord's Day here in Clocker Valley Free Presbyterian Church at 11.30am and 7pm. For further information, you may phone us at 028-8952-1611. We assure you of a very warm welcome at all the services and look forward to having you visit with us. Thank you for listening today. May the Lord richly bless you. And don't forget to tune in on this same station at the same time next week when once again we turn to the Scriptures and let the Bible speak.